You're listening to the Quince podcast. LIC is now a step closer to becoming one of India's largest companies with the government for the first time selling a 5% stake in the insurance giant in March this year. The household insurer name on 13 February filed its draft red herring prospectus or DRHP with markets regulator SEBI which states that it will be offering 31.62 crore in equity or 5% of the company to the Indian market in its upcoming IPO. This move is also in line with the center's disinvestment plan to fill its coffers drained by the pandemic. It was also recently mentioned in the budget speech by Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman. Now, LIC is India's biggest life insurer. Here are a few numbers to support that statement. 286 million policies, 115,000 employees, 1.34 million individual agents and more than 2000 branches. It is one of the top 5 global insurers and controls 64.1% market share in India. And its IPO is said to be the biggest in Indian stock market history, dwarfing the record of 2.4 billion dollars set by Paytm last year. Though the valuation has not been inked yet, analysts have pegged it anywhere between rupees 5.4 to 8 lakh crore. But as the company prepares to go public, it leaves a few questions unanswered for investors, such as how is this going to affect policyholders, what is the insurer's profitability plan, and is it worth investing? To discuss this, we spoke to Madhavan Narayanan, a senior journalist, and Prasenjit Dutta, former editor of Business World and Business Today. You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Emmat. Before we dive into how LIC's IPO will benefit the government and the investors, it is essential to understand the sheer scale of its operations. Essentially, LIC is the biggest fish in the insurer pond in India and has been that for decades till the insurance market was open to private players in the 90s. It manages about 528 billion dollars in assets, which is more than the total size of India's mutual fund industry. and 3.3 times more than the total assets under management of all 23 private life insurance companies its listed equity which according to business standard report stands at 130 billion dollars which represents about 4% of the total market capitalization of the national stock exchange now the reason why i'm stressing on its operational scale is because it's key to how the company will be valued once the market doors open and how much the government will rake in in the budget 2022-23 The revised estimate for disinvestment proceeds has been pegged at rupees seventy-eight thousand crore for FY twenty twenty-one twenty twenty-two, and the centre so far has raised roughly rupees twelve thousand crore, implying that it is hoping to make up the deficit from selling five percent of LIC. And if the government aims to raise about rupees sixty-six thousand crore from this IPO, it puts the insurer's market capitalisation at roughly rupees thirteen point two crore. Speaking to the Quint earlier, Monica Hallen, author and adjunct professor at the National Institute of Securities Markets (NISM), said that quote, "The government needs the proceeds of this investment to fund the infrastructure projects and other expenses that have built up due to the cost of the pandemic." According to senior journalist Madhavan Narayanan, given the budget spending nature, the IPO will give the center the much-needed funds to sustain its goals. Let me for the government, it's very simply two gains. One is that the fiscal deficit, which the government is now taking, you know, because of this. This budget is a huge spending budget. At this point in time, the worldwide spending is the most because the pandemic hurt growth so much that nobody is looking at 
spending as evil. But in general, high fiscal deficits are not good. So the government has also committed to reducing its fiscal deficit. Mm. And uh, revenue from privatization uh, is a good thing for to plug the fiscal deficit. Mm. Okay, But the other side is that ideologically, privatization is considered good because efficiency in the economy improves and all that. You know, all the world, world economic forums and Wall Streets of the world like privatization is a theme. So these are the positives of the issue. Management of the company, see, it is probably going to be managed um, much like uh, State Bank of India, mm-hmm. meaning it remains state-owned, huge. And it's also important to note that LIC, New India Insurance and General Re are listed by the Insurance Regulatory Authority of the Development Authority of India as systematic, systemically important insurance companies, which basically means the, there will be tough controls on the discipline and processes within this company, or ought to be. I mean, I'll be probably tongue-in-cheek making remarks that after what we heard on National Stock Exchange, the story which you might be following, is all the more reason why you have to be extra careful about these things. But essentially, it means that it will remain a public sector company that will ensure safety, but at the same time, we'll have to watch if it loses market share. Now, if you're a retail investor listening to this episode, the big question is, should you invest in this IPO? The answer is yes and no. And no is largely due to the insurer's profitability metrics and how the major chunk of the business is operated. As I stated earlier, LIC's size and reach in the insurance market is its biggest plus, which according to a money control report will ensure a stable growth rate for years. And one of the key factors determining profitability for an insurance company is something called VNB or value of new business margin, which indicates the present value of all future profits to shareholders measured at the time of writing a new business contract. So essentially, the more percentage VNB a company has, the more profitable it's projected to be. And LIC's VNB is horribly low compared to its private sector peers. According to a money control report, LIC's VNB margin was 9.3% for the six months ending on September 2021. This compared to SBI Life's VNB at 21.8% and HDFC Life's VNB at 26.4%. So this basically means that LIC is operating at razor-thin margins. And the reason behind this could be its reliance on its agents to sell policies and the commission ratio. According to Mint report, nearly 94% of LIC's new business is brought by its agents, compared to only 30% in the private sector. And the commission paid to agents, which is at 11.5%, may also be eating into the company's profits. This ratio is more than double what the top 5 private insurance companies pay. And we have seen in the past where IPOs like Paytm, how the market reacted to a lack of clarity or complicated profitability metrics. Paytm stock has plunged 50% since it was listed last year and has been in the red since. So, will these problems possibly go away when LIC goes public? According to Prasenjit Datta, the former editor of Business World and Business Today, even though 5% of the stocks are on the table, the company will still be operated as a government business and profitability from now on will depend on its management. See, the problem with uh, LIC doesn't go away. The problem with LIC is very simple, that you have uh, the government as the owner. It used to be the 100% owner. You know, if it is the 95% owner, it is not changing anything. Mm. No shareholder is going to be able to substantially make LIC better. The management will still be chosen by the government only, the Mm. biggest shareholder. So nothing changes there. The government takes all the shots. It, it's just collecting a lot of money by allowing people to assume that they will get some shareholders to assume that they will get something. But I don't see 
that if the management fundamentally doesn't change, mm. how will a person gain from it unless they are offering, you know, that unless they give very high dividends and all, which they shouldn't. Because at the end of the day, it is about insurance and CLIC has been always used by the government to, uh, you know, invest in the market as and when required if the market is going down or, mm. or take a shareholding of a bank which is failing, like, you know. Uh, so my point is that, you know, if the government keeps using LIC for its own purposes, mm. then it becomes almost like SBI, you know, it might be the biggest bank. It, uh, SBI is the biggest bank, but it is not the most uh, highly valued bank. So it'll be ditto with LIC, you know, you might raise a one-time thing, but if mm. it is after some time, if people start thinking that, look, you know, it is not run according to proper principles, mm. uh, government does what it likes, mm. then they will value it in a particular way. The success of the IPO also depends not just on the company's business model, but also the market mood. LIC's IPO comes at a time of tightening global financial conditions, with institutional investors pulling out billions out of the market. And less than two months into this year, we have already witnessed a single-day market crash of 2,000 points. It also comes at a time with worrying tensions at the Ukraine border, with 100,000 Russian soldiers at the border and the US and other NATO allies scrambling to de-escalate the matter. According to Mr. Datta, one of the biggest challenges with LIC's IPO would be pushing the institutional investors to subscribe to the listing, given its sheer size. It depends on the market. Yeah, at the moment, the market sentiment is very, very bad. And also, the other thing is that anybody, you know, the if it the government will really have to push to get the big investors interested, yeah. uh, because uh, you know they might be able to. You know, the one thing that I fear is that if this is not widely subscribed, that five percent is not widely subscribed, they will force uh, public sector. Uh, you know, units to buy, subscribe to it and apply for that, you know, which is what they do every time. There is, they used to do, use LIC every time they had a problem in subscription of some, you know, uh, PSU. Huh. They will do the reverse. They will ask PSUs to buy LIC shares if it is uh, not being fully subscribed. So that is a thing that I see. Uh, but if it's a if the market is in a bull run, mm. let us say that this Ukraine thing goes away and tomorrow everybody thinks that everything is going to be very good, then it will probably sail through with, without you know much problem. The buzz around the household insurance brand going public will possibly invite many retail investors. However, it all depends on how the center values it and times the IPO. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts.